it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, and welcome to the Saturday, September 10th, 2022 Arkansas State Edition of the Land Grant Holy Land Tailgate Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Every Ohio State football game due this season, I will be kicking off your morning with all of the details that you need to be prepared for that day's contest, whether you're watching from your couch or at a sports bar or even cheering on the Buckeyes from inside the stadium. Today at the Cathedral of College Football, head coach Ryan Day's third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes will host the Sun Belt's Arkansas State Red Wolves, coached by former Cincinnati and Tennessee head coach Butch Jones. The game will be broadcast on the Big Ten Network beginning at 12 noon Eastern time, where Mark Folliwell will be joined on the call by former Buckeye linebacking great Joshua Perry, who will be providing color commentary with Elise Miniker on the sideline reporting. As always, the game can be heard on both 97.1 FM and 1460 The Fan, where the voice of the Buckeyes, the GOAT Paul Keels, will be on the call, along with Ohio State and NFL legend Jim Lachey supplying color commentary and Matt Andrews on the sideline reporting. Big Ten Network's Big Ten Tailgate Show will also be on campus today, coming to you from RPAC Plaza. Host Mike Hall will welcome Perry, who is obviously calling the game, and other former Buckeyes, including Antonio Pittman, Ted Ginn Jr., Tyvis Powell, and more. That broadcast will kick off on BTN at 10 a.m. Eastern. As of recording time, the forecast shows 76 degrees Fahrenheit and cloudy in Columbus at kickoff with a 15% chance of rain and wind around 9 miles an hour coming from the south-southeast. If you are heading to the game today, maybe jot down this information. The Horseshoe's Wi-Fi password for non-students, faculty, and staff is OSU Fan Wi-Fi. That is lowercase OSU 
capital F, lowercase a-n, capital W, lowercase i-fi. As always, Ohio Stadium gates will open two hours before kickoff, so that is at 10 o'clock this morning. The doors to St. John Arena will open four hours prior to kick, or 8 a.m. today, if you would like to make your way inside to get the best seats possible for the Skull Session before the band's festivities get underway at 10. Today's ramp entrance will commence at 11.40 a.m., followed by a traditional pregame script Ohio. For the halftime show, get ready to belt out some Journey or Celine Dion or something like that with Tabittle, as their show will be Stadium Karaoke. My God. Also happening at halftime, the Buckeyes will honor this year's Ohio State Athletics Hall of Fame inductees, including men's basketball icon, the rosy-cheeked assassin Aaron Kraft, one of the greatest DBs in Ohio State history, Sean Springs, four-time NCAA champion and 2016 World Championship wrestler Logan Steber, legendary Buckeye quarterback and punter Tom Tupa, and more. Now, even though sports betting is not yet legal in the Buckeye State, Let's turn our attention to the lines for today's game, which opened with Ohio State as a 45.5 point favorite, according to DraftKings Sportsbook. There has been a smidge of movement, and that now sets at 44.5 points as of recording time, with a very nice over-under number set at 69 points. Ohio State is 0-1 against the spread this season after failing to cover last week against Notre Dame. The Red Wolves, on the other hand, did cover against Grambling State in their 58-3 victory last week. Both the Buckeyes and Arkansas State were under their respective point totals in their Week 1 wins. In fact, seven of the Red Wolves' last eight games have gone under the total points line. Looking at a few individual player prop bets, DraftKings set the over-unders for C.J. Stroud at 321.5 passing yards and 3.5 passing touchdowns. They've got Travion Henderson at 101.5 rushing yards for his over-under. In a column earlier this week, I did say that I thought that both he and Mayan Williams would go for over 100 yards, so I could be persuaded to take the over there if I were a betting man, even though I'm not exactly sure if either will be in the game long enough to make that happen, but we will get back to that in a little bit. We will dive more deeply into Arkansas State's early season results shortly. While the Ohio State program no longer releases availability reports ahead of game day, we do expect to get one in the hours before today's kickoff. The biggest thing to keep an eye on will be how Day and company handle some of the injuries that popped up during week one against Notre Dame, most notably the hamstring issue that kept the best wide receiver in the country, Jackson Smith and Jigba, on the sideline for large portions of the victory. Although he did try to gut it out after hurting his leg in the first half, he clearly wasn't 100%, and Day has not committed to what his status will be on Saturday. Given the stark talent differential between the two teams here, no offense intended, Red Wolves fans, but... I would be more than a bit surprised to see JSN play at all today, whether or not he is listed as active on the availability report or not. Another top wide receiver, Julian Fleming, did not play at all last week after being a game-time decision. While I could understand giving him another week of rest, I would not be surprised if Day and wide receivers coach Brian Hartline wanted to get him and the other newer wide receivers in the rotation as many game reps catching balls from Stroud as possible in order to build up that in-game chemistry that seemed to be a little lacking against Notre Dame, especially in the first half. So if he is medically ready to go, and I'm going to guess he is based off of an Instagram picture that the program posted of him playing trash can basketball on Friday, uh, I would think that he would be in the lineup at least early on. Maybe they get him in, get him a few catches, and then get him out, but we will see. 
Another player to keep an eye on is center Luke Whipler. He was seen in a walking boot following the Notre Dame game, but during media availabilities this week, Day said that it was not a significant injury, and apparently Whipler has been practicing throughout the week. Again, due to the competition level, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for him to take the week off, but I do think that he will likely play at least early on before making way for perhaps Matt Jones to move over from right guard to get some work in at center. Turning our attention to the Red Wolves in their week one win over FCS opponent Grambling State, Florida State transfer James Blackman threw for 210 yards and two TDs on 15 of 20 passing before giving way to back up A.J. Mayer. Senior running back Johnny Lang led the way on the ground with nine and a half yards per attempt, accumulating 124 yards and a touchdown on 13 carries. Mayer also added in 74 yards on seven carries, and former Ohio State running back Brian Sneed had 57 yards on 12 carries. This is the fourth school for Sneed if you are scoring at home after starting his career at Ohio State. He was dismissed from the team in November of 2018 following an accusation of sexual assault. From Columbus, he went to Iowa Western Community College in 2019 before heading to Austin P in 2020 and 2021 and then landing at Arkansas State for 2022. Turning our attention back to the field, 122 of Blackman's 210 passing yards went to Champ Flemings, who averaged 17.4 yards per reception on seven catches, including a touchdown. The Red Wolves' defense held the Tigers to just 102 total yards, 52 passing and 50 on the ground. At least Grambling was balanced. That's what all coaches want, right? However, despite those impressive numbers during week one, in 2021, Arkansas State had the second worst defense in all of FBS in terms of yards allowed per game, giving up 505.9 per outing, better than only Duke. To make matters worse, they were FBS's worst rushing defense, allowing 261.08 yards per contest, 11 and a quarter more yards per game than 129th place Kansas. And to round out the stats, they were 124th in scoring defense and 95th in passing defense. They only played one Power 5 team that was an unranked Washington team, and the only ranked team they played was Coastal Carolina. Okay, after a quick break, we will wrap up today's show with all of the series history, analytics, and predictions for today's game. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Normally at this point in the show, I would talk about the all-time series history between the two teams battling it out today, but 
Since today marks the first ever meeting between Ohio State and Arkansas State, I'm going to talk about another bit of history here. As you are likely well aware by now, 2022 marks the 100th anniversary of the venerated Ohio Stadium, so it is perhaps poetic that Arkansas State defensive coordinator is former Ohio State walk-on safety Rob Harley. Harley played for Jim Kressel from 2001 to 2005, earning three letters with the Buckeyes and a national championship in 2002. However, what is most noteworthy about his return to the horseshoe in this very special anniversary year is that he is the great-nephew of Ohio State's three-time All-American, Chick Harley. That Harley was one of the most revered running backs of the early 20th century, and his popularity and success on the field is credited with turning Ohio State into a football power. In fact, Harley so excited the fan base that he inspired a $1.3 million funding drive starting in 1920 to build Ohio Stadium, leading many to dub it the house that Harley built. So while there might not be any history between the Buckeyes and the Red Wolves, there will certainly be plenty of history to celebrate in the shoe this afternoon. Moving on to the analytics for today's game, the Buckeyes currently sit at number three in the SP Plus rankings from ESPN's Bill Connolly, behind only Alabama and Georgia. The Buckeyes have the number two ranked offense and the 15th ranked defense. Their special teams are at 107th, thanks primarily to Noah Ruggles' missed field goal in Week 1. Arkansas State comes in at 110th, according to SP+, with the 86th-ranked offense and 118th-ranked defense. Connolly's model projects OSU to win by a score of 53-9. to That would be an under and not a cover if you are using SP+, for betting purposes. But Connolly's analytics do have the Buckeyes at a 99% win probability. ESPN's Football Power Index, FPI, a different analytic system from the worldwide leader not connected to Connolly's SP+, has Ohio State in third place as well and gives them a 34.2% chance to finish the regular season undefeated, by far the best in the country, and a 21.9% chance to win the national championship, behind only the Crimson Tide's 34% and Georgia's 27.9%. No other team is above 10%. Football Outsiders F-plus ratings have OSU at number three with a second-ranked offense. As for Arkansas State, ESPN's FPI has the Red Wolves at 82nd, and F-plus ranks them at 112th nationally. Now, before I get into my prediction for the game, I want to run through some of the biggest non-Buckeye v. Red Wolves games on the day. Of course, all times are Columbus time. First up, at the same time that you will obviously be focusing all of your attention on the horseshoe, there will be a similar butt-kicking happening in Austin, Texas, as the number one Alabama Crimson Tide take on the Texas Longhorns on Fox's Big Noon Saturday. Also happening at noon on ESPN, South Carolina will host number 16, Arkansas. At 3.30 on ABC, number 17, Pitt will welcome number 24, Tennessee, for a rematch of an absolute banger from last season. Then kicking off the evening window, number 20, Kentucky, will travel to number 12, Florida, for an early season SEC matchup on ESPN. Then at 7.30, future Big Ten squad, number 10, USC, will take on the fighting trees of Stanford on ABC. And while not a Pac-12 after dark matchup, at least not until the next wave of expansion perhaps, number 9 Baylor and number 21 BYU will face off at 10:15 on ESPN. Okay, back to the Buckeyes. Friends, this one is not going to be close, and I hesitate to even make a whole lot of stat predictions either for the team or individuals because there really is no guarantee that OSU is going to even play at starters beyond, I mean, 
maybe even the first quarter. However, I do think that Dave will want to get C.J. Stroud and wide receivers Emeka Egbuka, Marvin Harrison Jr., Julian Fleming, again if he's healthy, Jaden Ballard and Xavier Johnson, as many reps together as possible to build that chemistry. So I do think Stroud will have at least 250 yards passing and four touchdowns, and those numbers could go a lot higher, depending on how long Day allows him to stay in the game. As I said before, in an Ask LGHL article earlier this week, I did predict that both Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams would go for over 100 rushing yards apiece, at least in part because of the relative lack of depth at the running back position and Arkansas State's putrid numbers against the run last year. I think that's going to be a tough hill to climb, but I'm going to stick with it just because I don't know how much time true freshman, now third string running back Dallin Hayden is going to get and whether or not they're going to want to move linebacker Chip Trainum over to offense as the fourth string running back. While I think that the Buckeye defense will have a dominating performance, I can imagine a situation where Jim Knowles' aggressive defense leads to a couple chunk plays, especially in garbage time, setting up scoring opportunities for the Red Wolves. I don't think that they will get into the red zone, but I do believe that they will get on the scoreboard. So ultimately, I'm going to go with Ohio State 60, Arkansas State 6. All right, that's all that we have for today. As always, Land Grant Holy Land will have you covered before, during, and after the game. I will be mashing buttons on Twitter during the contest, so please follow and share your thoughts at LandGrant33, your home for all of Land Grant Holy Land's Ohio State news, analysis, and sarcasm. You can also follow me personally at BWWMatt. And if you are not already, please subscribe to Land Grant Holy Land's one-of-a-kind podcast network, where we are turning out nearly two podcast episodes every single day of the football season to bring you all of the news, analysis, and discussions you need to be the most informed OSU fan possible, along with unique voices, topics, and perspectives that you won't find anywhere else in the Buckeye universe, for better or for worse. So, with all of that out of the way, thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon, and as always, Go Bucks.